I come to party, tryna get lit. Music allowed this nigga but hits. I come to party, tryna get lit. Music allowed this nigga but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the fit of a switch. Party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up Party, party, let's get lit Let's get lit, 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 lit Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. and gentlemen a big treat for you all a massive surprise a massive shock lots of news lots of things to drop on this episode but first things first ladies and gentlemen we finally made it here to this episode ladies and gentlemen this is episode 420 i repeat episode 420 of 
kicking it with the king like i said welcome back to our show like i said um it's good to be back here on a monday we're usually back here on thursday um i have usually thursday and uh friday off so um we're back here on a monday but this really depends on your schedule it really depends on when you you guys choose to listen to the episodes but for me Myself, the way that the, the my schedule works, the way everything was set up, I felt beneficial for a Monday because considering like on top of my day, not necessarily being the greatest day outside of work and stuff and all that other stuff, you know, like personal things and every everybody has their bullshit so they go through. Nobody's perfect and all that, ladies and gentlemen, but that makes for a great episode. That makes for a lot of things to talk about because not only do we have things to talk about, we have things to break, breaking news, like I said, history in the making on here. Um, it's nearly 2 a.m., ladies and gentlemen, here on uh, Pacific Time, here on um, in uh, California, Northern California, like I said. Um, but um, we're here, we're live, we have a great show. There's no time limit for us today, we keep on going. Like I said, I appreciate you guys for tuning into our last two episodes of the show where we uh detoured joined by two guests i think the last two episodes of our podcast were actually um well the last the actually the last episode of the podcast was um last week uh we had uh, i had my buddies gustavo and anthony on our tony you know it was episode 419 the discord chat and then um Episode 417, we were joined by the official Huncho. So we're going to try to get guests every other week that we can and anybody else that's interesting and all that. But yeah, so check out all the episodes. Check out everything that we're doing. Uh, lots more episodes, lots more to come, ladies and gentlemen. Lots to talk about on the show. I mean, we can't, we can't even, we're, there's so much. Well, where do we start? There's so much to talk about. But UFC, uh, what, or excuse me. <sighs> We have UFC 278 results, recap, reactions, breakdowns, so much shit. Fight picks. I have to check out my fight picks. Just the, the, the shocking events that happened at UFC 278. Not even 72 hours removed. Kamaru Usman losing for the first time inside the octagon. And, and, and let alone the way he lost. We'll talk about the crazy knockout, uh, you know, what Leon Edwards was able to do in that fifth round, pulling himself, pulling that out of his ass and setting Kamaru Usman to the shadow realms. It's good God. We're going to talk about that. There's so much to talk about, man. But let alone on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, we got some other breaking news. We got some really exciting breaking news, actually. But first things first, before we send that, I have episode 420's notes officially on my phone. The ones that were written, and I've got to send it to myself because this is a really important episode. This is an episode that I feel that uh, makes history. This is the one that makes history. This is the 420th, 420th episode of our show. Technically, we've had more episodes than that. I mean, all the episodes that we have aren't all available on Apple Podcasts, but the early ones, the early stages and all that, I just count them numbers by numbers. I mean, we had a couple episodes of... The original show that I had tried to launch, Severely Open-Minded, it was pretty much on the same platform and all that. It was just wasn't talking about fights or anything like that. And, you know, I just figured, like, after a while, like I said, just 
You have it all under one banner. It doesn't fucking matter what the fuck you talk about. It's your motherfucker show. I told myself that. And, and, and here we go. And what were we going to go look at real quick? I know I was going to go look at something real quick. Uh, Ah, okay. I was going to look at my notes because I sent myself the podcast notes. I mean, I thought I did, right? Yeah, I mean, can I airdrop them? Is it easier to airdrop? Technology. Here we go, paste, copy, paste. What the fuck? What the fuck was that? My ears just got blown the fuck up. But, like I said, guys, this is episode 420. So, like I said, if you're an avid marijuana smoker, I mean, I mean, if you want to drink shots on here, if you want to celebrate with us, if you want to enjoy yourself, for sure, man. I mean, but this is 420, episode 420, man. We're, we're all about weed here on this episode. We're primarily uh, promoting marijuana here on the show. I'm just kidding. I'm really, uh, I just like, uh, you know, I like to have fun with it, man. If you're not having fun, if you're not enjoying yourself, if you're not making fun out of a lot of things, land, if you're not, if you're taking life too seriously, that's the shit that sucks, man. And I, I can attest to that because, man, I've had, uh, one of the craziest fucking weeks, almost week and a half, two weeks of my entire life, and I know we get we get to uh, we could say that oh, there's all these different individual times in our lives where oh, this is singularly singularly the worst day of my life, and all those other different shit like oh blah 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 why me why me why me, but in all reality, dude, let me fucking tell you because it really was, and I'm not gonna shed light on it. I'm not gonna bring these topics back to to light and all that. There's no reason to. There's no point. It's not here. We're not here to talk about that. What we are here to talk about is because we are already nearly 10 minutes into the show and we haven't even dropped plugs, ladies and gentlemen. So like I said, if you like our show, be sure to leave a five-star rating, five-star review. If you have social media, ladies and gentlemen, who doesn't nowadays, unless you're getting shadow banned and or suspended from Twitter and Instagram, like lots of people do apparently now, um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. Uh, not so much keen on anything else, really. We're mainly Instagram and Twitter. That's where we mainly uh, post everything. Instagram. Yeah, I mean, TikTok. I have everything. A uh, little bit of everything. I mean, I have Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. It doesn't fucking matter, right? What matters is the, the ones that we plug and obviously the promotion of stuff. So my, my, my main thing is you guys follow my account and the podcast account because we, we're dropping knowledge every other week. We're, we're breaking news. We're doing things out of the ordinary. We're having a great time. And that's all that matters. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, since we did drop that, we did drop some news, it's time to drop some more news. And like I said, I did say we're almost 10 minutes in, but literally we're like about to be five seconds in from only being eight minutes in the show and i'm gonna blow your guys's motherfucking minds off but um some exciting news some nice exciting uh man years and years and years and years and years in the motherfucking making man i can't tell you how fucking long but uh i made the announcement a few days ago i will officially ladies and gentlemen we need a drum roll please can we get a drum roll please can we get like a sound effects drum roll please can we get those please i mean at night i really don't like to uh 
really like because like i said it's 2 a.m ladies and gentlemen so it's 2 a.m when this podcast is recorded so i mean i'm at night i'm thinking like i mean there's no one else that lives in the house really other than my grandpa so i mean he, he's in the like the garage and shit like that so like if i'm ever doing like a, a, a fucking podcast and um i'm inside the house or i go i'm in my room i generally do it when do it in my room at my desk and stuff and i have everything designed and all set up and all made for uh specifically like a podcast and it's very convenient and all that but but generally if someone's sleeping i want to choose to do a show but i'm in here alone um and let me tell you these motherfucking noise canceling headphones is where it's at man you can't hear shit and you can't hear anything on the outside but what i was going to say let's get a drum roll please because i keep lagging on this can you get a drum roll please and the drum roll was in my motherfucking ear that's how high we are i have the um the the headphone the wireless uh headphones are connected to the ipad um and only i can hear the drums but you guys can't but um drum rolls aside bullshit aside i talked about this two times i, I flirted with the two times with you guys already in less than 10 minutes on the show so let's break some news let's drop some bombshells and let's let's make history as we always do ladies and gentlemen i mean as of like i mean it was three days ago but now i, I, I officially have made my arrival slash return to the world of mixed martial arts and what i mean by that is the training room the gym i officially i'll be returning to the gym on tuesday so technically tomorrow so tomorrow uh in the evening in the evening uh, i'll be returning uh first ever uh time i've been back at least at a martial arts gym, man. It's been a while. You know, it's been a while, man. It's been a long few years. I mean, dealing with the pandemic and, and just, you know, that being one of the craziest moments in a lot of younger people's lives. I mean, you got 22-year-old, 23, 24, 25, 26, you know, just, you know, like the you know, younger adults and just, just the world in general, man. It's just a crazy fucking thing that happened. I mean, along with life happening, you know, we don't make excuses. We don't do none of that. But, you know, obviously, like I said, uh, a lot of personal things happen for me, uh, just, just personally and, you know, mentally and stuff. And I know in your mind, you could be your own biggest enemy and shit. So like for me, you know, I'm back. I'm literally back. I'm, I'm back. I'm returning. I'm going back to where I left off. I mean, anybody that knows me and knows how deep I am and my love and my deep admiration for this sport. I mean, being involved in it since since I was a kid, being introduced to it as a kid and essentially being the thing that's kept me sane all these years. The thing that's kept me motivated all these years. The, you know, the primary motivation for the podcast and uh, for more years than anything. You know, we're just evolving. And now, you know, obviously realize I don't have to just talk fighting. We can expand the audience. We can talk about different things. We don't just sit and talk about fighting. I mean, I mean, everybody that listens to the show isn't fo- solely focused on fighting just as I am or, you know, being, uh, you know, a huge fan, you know, as a fan myself, uh, I'm a martial artist myself, I mean, just being in this sport, I mean, seeing uh, all the craziness, man, we, we haven't even scratched the surface of the show yet, man, but we still got to talk about UFC 278, 
uh, you know, main event and all that. But, you know, seeing what Leon Edwards did, man, you know, seeing uh, people defy the odds, seeing people shut people's fucking mouths when it comes to them doubting or, you know, shutting all the haters all up. And, you know, some people may not knowing who you are and you come in and, you know, you defy the odds and, oh, they didn't know who I was before that. Now they do. But, yeah, man. It's been two plus years in the making, almost three years, probably a little bit over three years that it's been since I last stepped in the training room and all that. And uh, it was a different gym. It was an American Top Team uh, branch in an undisclosed location in California. But, uh, you know, still with a deep admiration and, and deep love for the coaching staff and, you know, seeing what the amazing work they do with the youth and just their young adults and stuff and shit over there fantastic work they do for not fantastic work and for me for the longest time was finding a good gym finding place that I felt comfortable and you know uh obviously i had my eyes uh set on training att because i realized you know obviously they produce a lot of champions now this is like a, a branch and all that i mean it's not the att in florida however that'd be cool but i'm talking about like somewhere that's closer to my house it makes it a little bit easier i can focus solely on training I mean, I sold my car the other day like I was going to when I talked about like the two wheelers, getting a motorcycle and all that, putting money away, saving and all that. So, I mean, overall, man, I just I'm, I'm focused, man. I'm excited. I, I can't believe that. I mean, I know I talked about maybe coming back in September, October or some shit like that, but I never would have imagined that that was going to happen. I mean, I, it got pushed to the front of the line, essentially. So I had a week off or something like that. And um. You know, I was you know going through a lot, thinking about a lot. You know, thinking about a lot of deep, d- deep things. But it's not like it was. They were bad. There, there are things that I need to think about, and things that I need to think about, and, and decisions I need to make that center towards me making a, a, what is it called, a development in my life, or what is no, no, no. You know, like an advancement. So, so the things I was thinking about when I was going through it, man, I just. You know, I was thinking about a lot of different shit that I do wrong, a lot of different shit that I, you know, had demon wise. And I was just thinking, dude, I can't do anything without this gate being clear, without these demons being clear. I mean, yeah, I may have a theory for why I'm upset about this or that or what the fuck a solution may be for when I'm upset or angry or depressed or anything. But, dude, my answer over the years, man, it's, it's really kept me sane, has been the fight game. And all the fighters and learning about them and my emotions and how tied my emotions are to the sport. And, you know, I'm not going to participate in and or uh, be in a combat sport, let alone the most dangerous sport ever when people are trying to take your heads off, whether it's in a training room or in a fight. I mean, you don't you got to be prepared wherever you go, wherever the fuck that danger is. And and for me, I'm not someone that's going to let someone put me in danger in that that sense let alone as smart as i am as much wealth and knowledge that i have in this sport as underlooked as i am underappreciated and as big as an underdog i am when it comes to my wealth of knowledge and and what i can do and what i know and and, and my skill set in this sport and a lot of people that underlook it and look my skills when it comes to like podcasts or the same people that would talk shit and stuff about like my videos and all that yeah i don't have a lot of uh solid training videos because i haven't been training in about two and a half something years but you know shadow blossom doing whatever you need to do i mean shows you i mean in a way i mean the ghost doesn't hit back but 
You know, I, I don't play these fucking games, man. I'm not going to. I know how stupid people are nowadays. I know how intelligent people get. And I'm not someone that's going to say some shit that that people are going to go back and try to clown me for. Because everything I say is, is, is truth. Like when I when everything that I say when it comes to things centering towards me or how I'm feeling or what I feel I can do or what I feel I can accomplish. If, even if it's outlandish, even if it's like wild call outs and stuff like I was doing with the, the Bigfoot thing, still an active thing, still something I would do. Still, still something I believe I could. I, I mean... You know, very exciting. So I mean, returning martial arts. I'm a student of the game. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. A, I mean, obviously, I know I have a lot of a ego at times, and I get really excited. You know, I get hyped up and very confident in myself. But at the end of the day, man, I'm a student and champ wise and all that. You know, I said about the champ, uncrowned champ, and all this and stuff. I, you know, I wholeheartedly respect all the athletes. I wholeheartedly respect everybody that's in there. I respect everybody in the training room. Respect. All the coaches and everybody under the sun, you know what I mean. I'm a student in the game. I'm here to learn. I'm here to. Uh, this is the. This is a, a a way to make me overall better martial artist in general because I feel like my uh, what is it called? My um, passion, my knowledge of the sport, and all that just sharper. Ready? I mean, you can only make it a little bit more sharper. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's going to help me. And overall, it's just going to make me an overall better martial artist. So I'm excited, man. Tomorrow um, is the first one. Oh, I got anxiety saying that, man. I hope they don't try to kick my ass on the first day. But the coach was telling me, like, you know, generally just like asking about my experience and stuff and pretty much and all that. You know, just going to get a general idea and stuff. And it's going to be three different sessions and stuff like that. And it's like a risk-free trial. I mean, it's not, I mean, obviously, like I said, I have my eyes on this gym for a while, too. It's another gym that's uh, local around here. But, you know, I'm a type, like, I know what I want to do. I mean, I made my arrival in this fight game. I'm here. I'm back. I'm here. I mean, watching all these young prospects make it, making these Dana White Contender Series motherfuckers making it, knocking people out. I mean, what Leon Edwards did last night, Kamara Usman, obviously, if you look at the career trajectory of where Leon is compared to a lot of people, I mean, obviously, he's been fighting for a while. He's had dreams of being a world champion for a while, but what I'm referring to is the underdog story, and that's something that I thrive on, and that's something that you know, I can envision myself embodying in a lot of ways and, and, and doing underdog-like things, too. Um, crazy as fuck still, you know, waking up 24 hours, 72 hours, it could be a few weeks, man, or even longer, man, it, just seeing Kamaru Usman taken out like that. I mean, wholeheartedly, did I think if Leon won, it would be by decision? Uh, no. I thought Kamaru Usman won by decision, but now I think about it, the way Leon got Kamaru's back at certain times and, you know, the kick wasn't the most impressive. I mean, I, I'm going to catch so much heat. So let me backtrack. The kick was very, 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 very impressive. It's just not like one of the most flashiest, most lethal, like, oh, my God. Like, it would just ride on the fucking money. I mean, Leon probably threw a lot more nastier things, a lot more harder things. But the way he timed that head kick, man, and the way Kamara went down and the way his eyes were still open when he was fucking knocked out. Some scary shit, man. But um, to wrap up what I'm saying, yeah, I'm definitely excited. I definitely will be talking to you guys about it. I definitely, you know, obviously will continue to still, you know, focus on my craft, still focusing. And all this is going to do is make my hindsight, everything so much sharper and all that. I mean, I believe in myself. I'm excited, man. It's a nerve wracking. I mean, this sport is the craziest sport in the world. And 
you know, as much knowledge as the stuff you have when you get in that training room where you're the new guy and all that your shit doesn't mean anything but what you do as a fighter how you present yourself the looks you give people and all that your wealth of knowledge man it, it'll catch up and, and shit will be good so i can't wait for that um like I said, guys, uh, let's continue on. The, let's get into UFC 278 because I cannot wait any longer. Um, oh, my fucking God, because I have to be very fucking honest. I have to talk about it. I have to tell you guys my reactions, man, because let me tell you, then I have to say some of the my, my, my biggest motivation to, to the biggest motivation uh, motivations for that fight. We're seeing the Comain, the Luke Rockhold fight, the anticipation that it brought. I mean, as destructive as Paulo Costa was, I mean, we're thinking about uh, how Luke was going to do. If he was going to get knocked out, could he hang with Paulo? How was he going to look? We got so many different answers. And in, in the main event, we got so many different answers as well. But let's stay at the co-main and and we're obviously going to go through the rest of the card and, and go uh through some things if we have missed them because i feel like sometimes we completely don't pay full respects to a lot because i definitely did watch more and what i meant by that like we don't pay respects to a lot we only talked about Kamaro and and uh, the luke shades of luke rockhold and um Paulo Costa fight, but there was way more other performances on that night that that happened that were worth talking about. I mean, dude, every single one of the, like was it was it San Diego or was it this one? Because I remember it was I don't know if it was UFC San Diego the week prior, but like I was like every single fucking fight is making their case for either a fight of the night, performance of the night. I think it was uh San Diego, okay. So let me go to the results. I mean, by this time, I'm pretty damn sure everybody's already read, or excuse me, watched UFC 278. So at the bottom, um, we got an early preliminary card. I don't know if I caught that one. Um, Victor Alta Morano defeated Daniel Lacerda by TKO. Um, Ari Kling versus Jay Perrin uh, by decision. Oh, that was at Bantamweight. And uh, a really important one. Really, This is where I started watching it. This was the third fight of the night um, in the flyweight division. Amir Abazi, who took on uh, Francisco Figueroa, the brother of uh, former champ. Or was it the current champ? Uh, Figueroa, Davison Figueroa. Um, then uh, we had welterweight, a welterweight showcase between Angie Lusa versus AJ Fletcher. Uh, featherweight bout between Sean Woodson taking on Luis Saldana. That was a split uh, draw because of like the illegal, uh, what was it, like the illegal uh, kicks or some shit like that. But yeah, Mike Beltron was on fucking fire that night. He was not fucking playing, especially in the Luke Rockhold Paulo Costa fight. But uh, what a way for speaking of. Um, Freaking uh, not playing, you know, someone who wasn't playing, Tyson Pedro returning in a big way against Henry Cocksucker. I mean, kidding, I'm just kidding. Harry, is it Henry or Harry? Harry Hunsucker. He defeated Harry Hunsucker on the first fight of the main card, uh, and on a little bit over a minute, like five sec a minute and five seconds. Pretty vicious, man. A great return, great uh, fight for Pedro. Um, at women's bantamweight, Lucia Poldiova defeated Wu Yunan by TKO. Vicious elbows. Some can argue some of those landed in the back of the head. I mean, Wu Yunan now 0-4 in her last 
uh, five. I mean, great win for Lucia Podola. And uh, at Bantamweight, men's Bantamweight, uh, we had a showcase t against uh, uh, top-tier contenders. Uh, Marav Dervalashvili took on Josie Aldo. A lot of people could say it's a little bit of a snoozer fight. But, you know, obviously, Marav did everything he needed to win, do to win. He got the control. I mean, he, he did everything he needed to do to win. Um, wasn't pretty. It wasn't anything that, you know, made someone go, oh, my God, I want to see, like, right away and all that. I mean, he's a great fighter overall. And if you don't appreciate Marab, you, you really don't need to be watching sports. I mean, this guy has a gas tank like crazy. He has great wrestling. I mean, this guy never gets tired. And it, it, he's a nightmare to deal with. He is a nightmare to deal with. He looks like a nightmare from just watching it. It makes me tired just from watching it. Like, oh, my God, this guy is absolutely crazy. I mean, Josie Aldo doesn't seem like some the takedown attempts and you know a lot of people are booing and stuff like that but he, at the end of the day he got the job done uh decision unanimous uh 29 28 across the board except for one judge had it 30 27 for the third round and uh last but not no not last but not least but wow i mean for me this is a lot of ways this was my main event um several emotions different emotions different thoughts um and a different thought process when it comes to thinking about the middleweight showcase we had with uh paula casa he took on luke rockhold luke rockhold hadn't fought since 2019 i believe was it 2019 and that was against uh was it again it was against yoel romero right it was against yoel romero and that was the fight he broke his jaw and he hadn't been fighting for a while and you know it was, it was a long time so um let's see So, yeah, so, no, 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 yeah, so, no, 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 it wasn't Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero is the one he broke, he broke his jaw in both his fights. So, the Yoel Romero fight, he broke his jaw. And I believe Jan Bohovic in that fight, he broke his jaw as well. So, you got to think, man, oh my god, I mean, this is, wow, what a career Luke's had, I mean, we're not going to talk about the losses just yet. We're not talking about that. We're going to talk about one hell of a fight. I and mean, what hell of a fight this was. I mean, different um, emotions going into this fight. Different opinions. Different thoughts. People having a lot of different uh, takes on this fight. from Starting from Luke's demeanor in fight week. How angry, how pissed off, how that kind of like negative energy he was bringing. Not negative, it's positive because you got to see him really be himself. But, you know, for me, I was like, fuck, dude, as, as emotional as I was yesterday just from, from watching that. I mean, unexpected, uh, obviously. I mean, after I seen his gloves off and, you know, he's getting ready to talk. I didn't know he was going to talk to Luke and stuff but i thought he was just going to talk to luke because it was an, it was such an amazing fight i mean let alone for a lot of my a lot of people including i mean obviously a lot of fans and just a lot of uh, people who I mean, obviously generally are spectators of the sport i mean it was obvious in a lot of people's minds i mean i've seen this so many times a lot of people were you know expecting a Luke Rockhold took it nailed and, and knocked it out. I mean, I can't say that we hadn't thought about that when it comes to this fight. I mean, it, we got to be realistic in this sport. We got to be honest. We got to be honest with ourselves. And you can't lie to yourselves. I mean, if you look at it, yeah, big Brazilian guy. Paulo Costa hits absolutely fucking hard. Uh, is an absolute beast. Really hasn't had too many losses. I mean, the only losses he has with the one of the champion is Radasanya and Marvin Vittori. And then you just think about Rockhold and where he's at. I mean, it's been three years plus that he hasn't been 
inside the octagon. I mean, and and now, like I said, we're not talking about the losses and shit like that. But everyone's talking about everything that Luke's been through. Luke's been through hell and back, all the injuries and the, the staff infection, you know, almost dying and all this different different shit like that, man. And but you know, also facing three losses in a row, but also uh two out of those three losses and two out of his last three losses were by vicious knockout and not only were two out of his last three losses vicious knockouts two out of those three he broke his jaw in, and both of those fights were back to back so after he stopped david branch that was in 2017 uh he fought yoel romero uh in february of that next year so that was in 2018 he beat david branch he goes and fights uh well he fights branch excuse me in september and goes in, in february of that next year to fight yoel who loses yoel comes back uh what he came back like what is it so how how much time because because luke luke broke his jaw in the yoel romero fight and it was vicious too so he he broke his jaw in the OLL Romero fight, and it was February. So February tenth to July tenth. Imagine that. So July sixth is when he came back. So uh, let's see. So he had March, April, May, June. So four months, a year and four months to recover. I mean, yeah, that seems like. I mean, more than enough time. But damn, it's just crazy looking at it like back to back how he broke his jaw and then he obviously returned um just this last week uh last weekend i mean a moral victory like i said for myself was to see him not get knocked the fuck out like i wasn't thinking of it in a disrespectful manner i just you know didn't want to think that like and i didn't want to think that luke was just coming in uh you know just like whatever or a payday and all that no luke came to fight a lot of people thought Luke was going to get stopped. I thought, I mean, early in the first round, he got a little hurt. But he was able to persevere, but not without adversity, man. I mean, the broken nose, I mean, his mouth wide open. And, you know, just everything going wrong when it comes to his cardio originally and stuff. You know, just throughout that fight. But yet, throughout that fight, the one thing I was very impressed with, as I know a lot of other people were, where it was the power that he still carried in his legs. And you know, I thought a couple of those nasty body kicks were going to be one of floor pasta. And I was like, what a fucking way to win and come back. That would be amazing. But Luke landed a lot of nasty stuff. He hurt Paolo. He uh, obviously made Paolo really work for that. And, you know, overall, I think it was a great fight because I thought that Luke, uh, you know, he looked really, he, he looked better than a lot of people thought but i also thought because of the everything that happened with luke and you know him retiring and you know emotional speech and you know him just you know saying he's old and you know the sport passes everybody by and it seems like he truly understood that and he really wanted to come back and you know, he realized that damn after three years of coming back and you know fighting and it's just it's, it's a different thing you know it's a it's a it passes you up it's unfortunate he's had a great career i mean he's fought the likes of 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 leota machida i mean he he, he uh he's chris weidman he's the one he famously beat for the title and then you know obviously just coming into the ufc and you know obviously the rivalry with vitor belfort he didn't win that fight but it was a rivalry you know obviously and you know he he fought michael bisping and you know beat leota machida i mean 
he hasn't really had too many UFC fights. I mean, he's only had the Vitor fight, Costa fight, Tim Boach, Bisping, Weidman, you know, Cheetah, Bisping again, David Branch, Joel Romero. But he's he's been fighting for a long time, man. Injuries upon injuries, staff infection, broken jaw both times, viciously knocked out in both of those too. I mean, definitely really hard and uh, definitely a really long uh career but a very respectable one i did see a lot of really positive comments i mean there was a lot of luke rockhold fans after that night and not that was only because uh because you know he his i mean i i really think it was because of his uh his uh what's it called his uh post-fight interview i mean he's if you didn't if you watch that post-fight interview and you weren't a fan that just shows you how uh how much of an ignorant bitch you are mother fucker but no man it definitely got me really 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 fucking uh emotional cried a lot man that shit was emotional and stuff how about luke rubbing his blood all over paulo costa and someone getting the perfect screen gab of paul smiling when luke's doing that it's like period blood and you're freaking rubbing it all Just kidding, buddy. Let me turn this fan off real quick. I don't know this was on. Oh, yeah. Motherfucking ads. The way to go. I got a piece of fucking bad, man. Should we take a commercial break? Let's take a quick commercial break because I had a fucking pee. And we are back. That's exactly what you get when you fucking drink a lot of liquid throughout the day and you don't use the bathroom a lot. I mean, I use the bathroom when it needs to be used. But, man, oh, man. Something about talking, this makes you have to piss. But anyways, like I said, we're going to watch the Luke Rockhold uh, post-fight retirement announcement interview. Well, you know, I didn't think, like I said, to capitalize earlier for anybody that know when we were watching UFC 278, I didn't think that we were going to get a post-fight interview at the top of my head. But then I was like, you know, this was a great fucking fight. I mean, I mean, they seen stuff we didn't see yet and he had his gloves off already, but there we go. Crying, I mean, Luke very emotional, long, beautiful career, man. Absolute nothing but love. I mean, he did come off as very arrogant and cocky and uh, disrespectful to a lot of people, but this is fighting, man. We're not supposed to be the Google Gaga of of fighting. Thank you, UFC. Thank you, Joe. I can't do this anymore. I gave it my all. I just didn't. I'm old. He's like, I'm fucking old. I'll tell you what you have. You have heart and courage like no one That was one hell of a fight. And it wasn't even, it wasn't just that it was a hell of a fight. If you look at Luke, he was tired. He's very tired. You can see it considerably in the first round, the second round, the third. I mean, on top of him almost being finished, on top of him still being able to take a nasty shot from Paulo Costa. Mind you, Paulo Costa hits fucking hard, man. And and the fact that Luke was able to be in there with a guy like Paulo Costa, let alone 
uh, be able to go the distance with a guy uh, like Costa, especially when when more people, you know, obviously not said more people, but more people, you know, it, it would just seem it, it just felt like I see when it comes to opinions, you look at the the main, you know, opinion or, you know, the main ignorant opinion that you would see. It would just be people thinking like, oh, he, the main thing that everybody thought was either he's going to get knocked the fuck, just knocked the fuck out. I didn't think Luke was going to lose any other way other than, unfortunately, if he was going to lose, it would have been by knockout if someone was to bet. But you obviously would have lost some money because that's the best part about this part. You can't, I mean, on top of Luke, obviously, not looking, obviously, like, him, like I mean, he looked good. I mean, it's just imagine if we get got a, a Luke Rockhold with with lesser injuries, and you know, obviously he showed that he still very well could have. Uh, you know, imagine if he would have finished Costa. Imagine if one of those nasty four or five, you know, body kicks that he threw at Costa landed and he finished Pasta, Pasta, he finished Costa. Like imagine like a nasty body kick and he would have won or something like that. That would have been hard to deny him uh, top of that. Uh, he's, you know, he was inches off, inches off from competing with these guys. And, you know, obviously he said, you know, he didn't have any more. He's old and, you know, he can't do this. You know, obviously he can't do that forever. He wouldn't be able to... Uh, uh, fight. I mean, obviously, uh, he wouldn't be able to fight at the top the way that he fought. And, you know, he acknowledged that. He, he, you know, he realized he's old. And, you know, we really don't see a lot of fighters do that. I mean, a guy like Luke, who's been gone for so long and, you know, not necessarily the most active guy. I mean, if you're going back and you're looking at his, uh, his resume, you look at everything, like, you look at his entire resume, and you look like his UFC fights, like I was saying, like, there hasn't been a lot of, of modern day Luke Rockhold fights, because, you know, he fought, you know, El Romero, then he got his jaw broken, then we didn't see him for hell alone, then he comes back, and, you know, he returns at a light heavyweight, fights Jan Bohovic, gets knocked out again, and then he had to wait for a longer time for him. And, you know, obviously that was last night. And that was against Paulo Costa. So, like I said, I mean, a handful of things Luke Rockhold did amazing in that fight. I mean, <laughs> the savagery of Luke Rockhold. The fuck you. And then he landed that nasty freaking nose. The, the nasty left hand, dude. I mean, the nasty body kicks he landed. The 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 heart and soul. I mean, he landed a lot of stuff, man. Luke look look good, man. Like I said, take a, 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 all those years of injuries off, and I feel Luke still probably would have been able to compete at the highest level. Injuries take a lot out of you. You know, life takes a lot out of you. I didn't think Luke fought bad. I thought Luke fought perfect, and I thought not. This is this is what I mean by perfect, guys. I thought Luke fought perfectly enough and everything that happened on Saturday night from the way he retired to uh, achieving fight of the night to gaining so many fans. There's so many haters that are out there that I know for sure flipped. And I've seen a lot of people be very respectful in those in those comments. And I've seen Luke Rockhold hater comments, man. And they're not nice. You know, obviously, I mean, people are fucked up regardless of of who you look at, but Luke kind of makes it uh, easy for people to hate on him, especially when it comes to his personality. I mean, so like when you think about like him crying, I've seen a very emotional in the octagon. Never in a million years for myself, but I have 
seen that from Luke. But then again, that shows you that we really don't know these people, and we got to realize that this is fighting, and these people aren't here for personalities. I'm not. I'm not here to watch a personality. It sells a fight. A personality does sell the fucking fight. Look at the promotion. I mean, look at all the money and the millions of dollars Connor has been able to rack up. Look at the trajectory of the way that it's changed the way that people look at fighter pay in the sport. Especially when we're learning what these motherfuckers are making. And for example, you see a fight like Luke Rockhold and Paulo Costa. Man, in the back of your mind, you look at the way that the payouts and you look at all that. You look at the brutality of it. Makes you wonder, makes you think, and it's like, dude, it's, it's crazy. I mean, these guys put their absolute hearts on the line and their life and their souls and stuff. And, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Dana White lets us uh, aside. Uh, <laughs> Paulo Costa says, Luke Rockhold rubbing blood on my face was very disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Dana White says nothing but respect. He lets his last media day uh, rant slide after that huge war. I mean, because he was Luke was very mad, man. He was very upset about the fighter pay, and you know he seemed like he is on fire, man, for sure. But man, how long has Luke been fighting? I mean, he started fighting in two thousand seventeen. I mean, if you look at his look at his his career, you know, realistically, he he's been fighting, you know, professionally since two thousand seven. I mean, leaves with a record of sixteen and six, which isn't bad. I mean, there's there's motherfuckers that have like thirteen losses, ten losses, sixteen, seventeen. I mean, some of the, the 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 way that these fans go about shit sometimes, they're like they're like high school girls when it comes to it, like little ass kids. Like they they they're very judgy. I mean, obviously, like I said, you look at his last three his last three losses. Unfortunately, were all. I mean, he lost all three of his last. I mean, he lost uh, four out of his last five. I mean, his last uh, streak was the when he won the title. I mean, after he beat Chris Weidman. He had the one lone win against the David Branch, but, you know, some people just put way more into the sport than others, and, you know, some people just, uh, you know, they lose more miles in the gym. Some people just have bad luck. I mean, like I said, I stand by what I said. Luke looked really good in that fight. I mean, fight of the night. When's the last time Luke won? Fight, the last time Luke won fight of the night was uh that was the in 2015 i mean luke that was a great fight i mean you know a couple of shots i thought you know some any other night luke lands those man freaking damaging i mean look at the way that luke took out uh costas philippu you guys remember that shit that nasty ass body kicks i mean paulo was able to take those i mean Man, interesting to see Paulo wrestle in there. That was interesting. That was awesome to see. I mean, overall shows you the game and stuff. And I feel like, you know, if Paulo really tried, I mean, and then again, you got obviously, like I said, if Paulo really tried, he could could have, you know, gotten Luke out of there. But no, I mean, Paulo's very patient. He didn't gas himself out. He went the full distance. Um, You know, obviously didn't look like he took too much damage. Stuff. So he played it safe. He did what he needed to do. He got the job done. Uh, great job to uh, Paulo Costa. 
in all respects, man, Luke Rockhold's an absolute fucking gangster, man. I can't tell you how pumped up I was for his return, regardless of wins or loses. And, you know, I'm very motivating for my own self and in my own in my own right in general, man. So, I mean, seeing these guys come back after so long, seeing people that are legends and, you know, feeling like, you know, just, you know, what? I know my own personal spot in this sport. And I know where, where you know, obviously, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm making my arrival officially and, you know, obviously I've been here for so long. I mean, I've I've covered this sport for so long. I've I've spectated, I've watched on the outside. I mean, I train I train, I learn, this is my sport. I mean, you know, obviously like I said, you're in the gym and you learn stuff and you know, you're not able to train for so long and you know when a lot of these fighters like Dominic Cruz or um yeah, it'll be Dominic Cruz and stuff, he was more notable for this. Like he when he was injured or Bisping they would do a lot of commentary work. Like I've done the, I've like have done the podcast for many years, and I've watched the sport from the outside and stuff, and just been you now haven't been able to train and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna, like I said earlier, if I'm gonna train, I'm gonna put my whole effort into this because I've done things half-ass in life, and when I I pledged allegiance to the sport, meaning that when I resumed our training, I wasn't gonna do half-ass. I wasn't gonna do it with a, a, a conscience that wasn't clear. I mean, if I'm going to do the sport that I love and be dominant and picture myself in all the different scenarios in this fight game that I want, I have to do it right. And that's the one thing that God uh, put me on this earth to do and to do things right, to do things calculated and to prove my worth and prove myself potential to be very true, which is very exciting. So like I said, to wrap up the co-main event, you know, like I said, congrats to Paulo Costa, congrats to Luke Rockhold for making the obviously, like I said, earn so many fans, earn the respect of so many people. I mean, obviously, didn't need to earn the respect of so many because we're all die-hard Luke Rockhold fans. But that was a great fight, and you know, obviously, like I said, it wins, lose, losses or defeats. I mean, I respect wholeheartedly what these fighters go through and, and what they've put themselves through, especially the top guys in the UFC and stuff like that. I mean, you look at, uh, for example, over in boxing, you look over what happened to Anthony Joshua and him being very upset, what he said, post-fight interview and stuff. And, you know, these guys take themselves to dark spots. And you know, when they're injured or behind the scenes or you're, you're saying that they suck or every other comment you look for is about you getting knocked the fuck out and... It's very disrespectful, man. You know, and, you know, obviously people want to talk shit about motherfuckers blocking you or your pussy for blocking. It's like, dude, why the fuck are you sitting here talking on a fucking computer, you fucking bitch? Like, same here with me. I mean, I have to be honest. Before I was on the show today, uh, just pissed off, man. You know, for a while, like, you know, just kind of to sum it up. Once you realize your 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 true worth and you really want to go after it, man, you're absolutely fired up. You're absolutely ready to go. It's like me, man. I've been ready to fight for so long, and you know, I just you know, I'm not the type to to get into fights and knock people the fuck out in the street because I'm not gonna get arrested for it. Let alone if I can get paid. Let alone if I can see see I have a bunch of people see it on on live TV, and let alone I'm gonna fight someone that knows how to fight. Anybody that that's on the outside like if i'm in the store or if i'm out and about anybody that, that tries to square up will get knocked the fuck out and nobody will know who the fuck they are and i fight real fighters i don't fight people that think they know how to fight i don't fight people that do you know know our respects to the obviously the the fighters the actual fighters that compete in celebrity boxing like the ones that actually know how to fight 
I mean, couple of the little, uh, you know, the, the, the fake Drake and all that bullshit like that, man. When I see shit like that, I mean, I respect what they're doing. Obviously, tune in because it gets eyes, ears, and people paying attention and shit like that. And obviously, like I said, if, if the shoe was on the other foot, if I got paid to, to, to slap the fuck out of a fake Drake, are you kidding me, man? That would be easy money. And he'd be worried about making sure his hairline's straight. You don't have to worry about that. You have a lot of blood coming out, man. Especially when it comes to boxing. But, um... Yeah, I talked a lot about boxing. I mean, I called out Bigfoot Silva. I mean, I don't know how hurt it goes or who hears or what they say and all that. But if you know how to talk, you know how to talk. And you know how to post, you know how to post. And a lot of these motherfuckers know how to do their own promotion. Especially when it comes to TikTok. See a lot of fighters doing TikTok. I see a lot of fighter use a lot. A lot of fighters utilizing it because it is a great platform to get if you're trying to you know get exposure and you're exposure to random ass people like that and you get exposed to random ass people in a faster way. So if you're good at promotion, you're good at talking and all that, man. You know, by all means, that's the best. That's one of the best ways to go for. You know what I mean? So. uh yeah, man, I, I uh, very excited. Like I said, it, it, it's tomorrow. I mean, it's it's in the it's an evening session and all that. Very excited. I um uh, I can't wait, man. I mean, I'm really excited. Get a little nervous, to, you know. I have so much. I have so much potential. I have so much skill. I can't put all my pressure on myself in one day, but I'll definitely be super excited and. I can't wait, but uh, well, more on that later. Like, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're still talking about people making fucking history. Like I said, we're making history. We made history today. Like I said, if you like our show, like um, be sure to subscribe every single week or listen, tune in every single week. Um, subscribe to our show on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your shows exclusively on Spotify. Um, like, share, rate, review, like. I said um you can follow us on instagram and twitter as well at real g the king underscore for twitter and g the king underscore official on instagram so holy fucking shit the kick heard around the world leon edwards is the ufc welterweight champion and man oh man and we seen the first fight with Leon and Kamaru. And when I was watching it at first, you know, I was watching the fights live. I was working. I was busy. I couldn't. I mean, I was watching it, but uh, I mean, it was getting there. Like it was like the third round or so, like that. I was. I mean, I was busy. It was getting kind of getting a little too busy because I was working like customer service. So you had to pay attention to customers and shit like that. And I wasn't able to wholeheartedly focus. I had my headphones on. I was hearing the commentary and all that. And I just kind of like clicked out of the fight because, you know, it was like round three, round four. And it looked like, you know, just as they were saying, like, you know, Leon Edwards, you know, just you know, obviously I think it was going to be a clear cut unanimous decision for Kamar Usman. Obviously, Leon Edwards would have uh, fumbled his first ever UFC experience or his first ever first ever title experience and his first ever title shot. And he would have lost again to Usman. And, you know, during a time where John DC and, and uh uh John DC and uh who was it? It was John DC and um Joe Rogan. 
they're talking about him writing his obituary with him, you know, making it through the fight, being a being a moral victory with for him against Camaro, and then boom, they land he lands a fucking kick, and and it's over, and he knocks Camaro Usman out, and I'm just like, holy fuck, dude, holy fuck. You thought the Masvidal versus Usman fight. I mean, I thought when Kamaru knocked Masvidal out, that shit was wild. And then, boom, we can knocked out with a head kick. That easily could be knocked out of the year, dude. I mean, nobody thought that was going to happen. I mean, people thought Leon Edwards was going to win. I mean, a lot of people had their money on Leon Edwards. A lot of people had their money on Kamaru. I mean, I love Leon Edwards. His striking is so crisp. His technique is so sharp. He's so well-rounded. I mean, dude, he can fucking fight. And that shows when he sent uh, uh, Kamara Usman to the Shadow Realm. And speaking of the Shadow Realm, we will check that out. And I just want to see the reactions. And do my reaction. Oh, my God. It stood up in my seat. And I was just, dude, holy fuck. Still very hard for people to uh, process, and you know, oh my god, it's just it's insane because we never seen Camaro in that kind of position. But then again, we can't pretend like like this isn't the sport of MMA. We can't pretend that this isn't the the hurt business. We can't pretend like everybody's safe in the sport. I mean, everybody has their day. There's always going to be someone that is better. I mean, the greats get caught. The greatest uh, in the world lose, obviously. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate to see him get beaten like that. But what helps uh, make the uh, situation a lot easier to deal with is we're a fan and I think personally, from my perspective, what makes it easier for me personally as a fan and stuff is seeing that they are taking it a lot better. You know, Camaro seems in good spirits. He's issued a couple of uh, posts and stuff, even congratulated Leon Edwards and stuff and assured the fans and stuff. And, you know, obviously scary to see the situation that he was in. Obviously, being knocked out like that, I mean, we never seen that happen to Kamara Usman. So, I mean, it's kind of scary when we see something like that happen. I mean, it happened when Anderson Silva was knocked out. I mean, the, the I mean, Josie Aldo, imagine that. I mean, imagine having to come back from that and, and not essentially being the same for a very long time. I mean, 13-second knockout loss after being on top for so long, let alone on top since the, the WEC days, to lose to a guy like that Conor McGregor, no offense to Conor, but at the time when Jose was thinking about it and just people looking at it in general, I mean, looking at the ignorance of Conor and all that, and then to lose to that guy, let alone lose in 13 seconds, had not been able to sit well with Joe, Jose Aldo. So, I mean, Kamaru Usman seemed to be handling it well. Obviously, everybody has those moments behind the scenes, the dark ones and stuff, but, you know, obviously they're one and one now. It's one of the, been one of the, it's turned into one of the uh, best modern day rivalries right now and that's not because of the trash talk i mean they trash talk they talked a couple uh you know i said 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 a couple things but you look at the skill in the first fight leon said it himself he didn't know how to wrestle in this fight what does he do? We're talking about history being made in multiple scenarios and multiple points and multiple topics in this episode, ladies and gentlemen. So, Kamaro was taken down for the first time by Leon 
And right now, here we are. We have the fight on. We actually, uh, the gun had his back for a moment. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to watch the up to the, up until the KO. And we don't have time to watch the whole thing because I wanted uh, to talk about some other stuff too. But we're kind of just spectating and talking about that. I want to talk about um, the Chimaev versus Diaz fight and uh, the, the little preview of the fight card. Uh, some extra things about uh, upcoming. Uh, well, Kermit, obviously, my training and just, you know, some other other stuff here on the show. Uh, in the back of the hour, I am fucking thirsty. Herb Dean's uh, starting them up at that same position at the 42nd mark as Leon grabbed the fence. Oh, that was when Leon grabbed the fence. Okay. But no, no, I'm going to go to the, where the fucking finish. I want to see a fucking finish. I want to see someone get finished. Okay. Okay, so there we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Okay, okay. Pause, pause, pause. Here we go. Turn it up. Turn it up. <sighs> wow. Two thirty-eight in the morning, ladies and gentlemen. When do we start? When do we start the show? It's, it's two thirty. We only been we've been live for like thirty-eight minutes or so. Here we go. And like I said, for real though, subscribe. Like, share, rate, review. Especially if you're a fan of the sport. It's episode 420. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, the name, the letter, whatever, the, the name, the fucking title of it. Absolutely cool. But we, we, we dedicate this episode to, obviously, this UFC 278. Absolutely amazing. Like I said, I'm still in shock. Oh, my God. It's, it's still, it's going to take a while for it to sink in, man. Oh my god, I can't believe he won that way. Wait, wait, why is it still, why is it so blurry? Why the fuck is it, the uh, thing gets so blurry? Okay, let's go back a little bit, because I don't want to see the finish in a blurry-ass fashion. Here we go. Oh my god. You see, like, the way they were talking, everything was so low-paced. I mean, there's a minute left in the fifth round. They're writing him off. They're talking about Leon losing. Exactly right here. A moral victory is making it through the fight rather than winning the fight. Oh my God, he's out and his eyes are open. He did it so effortlessly too. I mean, he's got to know that he was down all those rounds and he comes back and does that. It, the way he did it, he did it so calmly. So cool, calm, and collective. And we never seen Kamala Usman taken out like that. Damn, dude. It's 
so many fucking wild ass moments in USC history. Happy to witness them all. Happy to take it all in. Happy to have all my fucking God reaction every fucking time. Look at that. Nasty heck. That was right on the button and that was nasty too. Oh, that was vicious. That was a vicious knockout. Oh my god. Oh my god. Look at this. Oh, here we go. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's kind of scary. I would never want to get hit with one of those. Uh, that is what we were saying coming into this fight. That Leon Edwards has such a full set of skills. Oh, my god. I, mean, I could show you what the fuck can really happen. Look at the way his gym's celebrating. Wow. Wow. Dude, John, Joe's, and Daniel's freaking reaction is all fucking savage. Holy shit, dude. Oh, my God. That arena went crazy, dude. Oh, my goodness. Fuck. What a fucking knockout. Oh, my God. Never in a million years would I imagine him to win that way. A championship highlight that will withstand the test of time for his mom, brother Fabian in his corner, Leon Edwards, world champion. Holy shit, man. Wow. Leon also said going in that he was expected that he would have to beat him twice. Yeah. Beat him once tonight to make it official. Here's Bruce Buckley. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Herb Dean is called south to this contest at four minutes. It's an emotional moment, too, for a lot of people, man. Especially when you hear Bruce's buffer's voice make it reality. And see how excited he was? Leon did it. He did it, man. All that hard work, his win streak, the way he won, knocked out Kamara Usman. Uh, the best welterweights on the planet, man, has been the champion for a really long time and very, very much deserving of where he's at, man. That, that was an amazing freaking fight. That was an amazing performance, man. Goodness gracious, he got the job done. Leon Edwards by knockout, huh? Wow. I mean, I don't think anybody in the world imagined that except Leon, his team, and his legion of fans, man. But, I mean, it's not that Leon can't knock people out. We've seen him knock people out. We've seen him beat the hell out of Diaz. We, we've seen uh, we've seen the, the well-rounded skills. I mean, Leon Edwards, the guy who never knew how to wrestle. I mean, the, the guy who lost to Kamaru Usman via wrestling, you know, pretty dominantly in the first fight. Kamaru, usually the wrestling heavy base. 
to to slow and, and to beat down Leon Edwards and did use wrestling in this second fight. But Leon Edwards, being the first man to take Kamaru Usman down cleanly, he made it issue there. That was impressive. He is a champion now, which is impressive too, and, and obviously makes for uh, interesting uh, times now. I mean, like I said, I don't like to make matchmake. I, I, like, literally, we're not even 48, we're not even 72 hours after the fight yet. I mean, a third fight right off the bat. I mean, I don't know. It's right off the bat. If I want to see it right off the bat, I mean, the first fight was so long ago. I mean, if anything, like people don't remember the first fight, they remember this fight. They remember what what he did to Kamara Usman, and they want another one. And the third one will, in a lot of people's eyes, kind of solidify who the better welterweight is. But it's like kind of crazy to say like that. Nobody is the best of all time. It really just depends on, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, you know what I mean? It just depends on who the best, better person is that night. Cause all these guys, uh, all these guys have, a uh, what's it called? Uh, anybody can lose on any given day and you know, you can't clan out anybody at all, regardless of anything that you know or what you think you know and all that, man. It's just fucking crazy, fucking, uh, wild. Um, am I up for a third fight to, to finalize the question? I mean, if you look at Leon Edwards, man, there's a lot of great fights for Leon Edwards, too. So if Kamaru Usman wants to take some time off to kind of get back, and, and obviously, like I said, he's motivated. He seemed motivated. He issued a few statements after that, you know, kind of indicating that he'll be fine. He's fine. You know, obviously, looking at this as a minor setback. And, you know, obviously, it's all about, and what's been interesting for many years is as a fan, as a spectator, and just someone who watches the sport, and just as fans in general, we can all attest to this. It's always interesting and both fascinating and also nerve-wracking to see how our favorite fighter and or how a GOAT like a George St. Pierre-like figure, like a Kamar Usman, like we just seen, like how Jose Aldo did that when he lost to Connor. I mean, how Anderson Silva felt. I mean, now Kamar Usman's the latest and greatest GOAT, greatest of all time, to be knocked out. I mean, after uh, so many different uh, vicious, uh, amazing, you know, career wins, and obviously he was dominant for so long, and obviously, like I said, it's a, a minor setback for him. He's looking to come back, but if I'm gonna be honest as a fan, and just just you know, I we seen them uh fight, and obviously, like I said, it's different because if you look at Kamaru, you look at how dominant Kamaru is, you look at how good he is, you look at the wins that he's had, you look at the wins he's had over obviously Colby and Masvidal. I mean, Masvidal and Leon have beef. I know Colby would love another shot of the title. I mean. Different blood. It's like I said. It was like when at heavyweight, when Kane uh, and Junior dos Santos were there. As long as Kane was a champion, with Junior wasn't gonna be there. So as long, like same thing with Max Holloway and Jose Aldo. Same thing with Volkanovski and Max Holloway. I mean, it's just certain people that have their numbers and stuff, and certain things that aren't meant to happen. You know what I mean? So. Very crazy night. I'm still in shock. Like I said, oh my god, I'm tired. It's nearly 3 a.m. here on the show. So did we start at one? Did we, I'm pretty sure we started at one because we we talked about it a lot. But um, I wanted to talk one a little bit more about one last thing here on the show. We're in no rush, ladies and gentlemen. But we are in a rush when it comes to uh, 
talking about Jemayev taking on Nate Diaz. Can they have not uh, done a better job on the Diaz poster? I mean, this they said like they're they're promoting this poster like it's a really great poster. This is a really shitty poster. This is a really really shitty poster. I'm sorry. Wait, can can we go to the UFC's official Instagram? Because I want to see that. Like, I don't think this pro- this poster does not look. It doesn't look that good. Damn, bro. Look at those tits, bro. Those are some beautiful. Like, oh, my God. You ever open your Instagram and or your TikTok? Man, I feel like girls can get away with anything on there. I mean, if you think about the, the guidelines and all the rules and shit like that, man, they can show their titties off as long as they're breastfeeding. As, as long as they deem what they're doing breastfeeding or taking care of the children because other than that generally people wanting to cancel you oh what do you, you 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 we have something against you you're you're not a supporting of of women breastfeeding their children no i support women breastfeeding children i just don't support women breastfeeding children on an app where underage children use it different people old creepy weirdos and and old ass motherfuckers that love to see women's titties. I mean, I don't mind seeing women's titties. And I wasn't on TikTok when I had seen this chick's titties, but this was on um, like the explore page on um, on Instagram. But let me tell you, man, I know this from from a uh, personal experience. But motherfuckers will do anything for looks. I mean, there's been times where I've uh, subscribed to fine girls. I mean, we all did this shit, models and stuff, on Instagram. I mean, we've all subscribed to them because they're fucking hot. Don't you think? Everybody does. You're, you're not human if you didn't. Ladies, I know you do this as well. You see a beautiful Calvin Klein model or you, you follow a male figure and stuff like that. And, you know, obviously, or you see someone that's heavily attractive, man. Don't hide it from yourself. You know what I mean? It's, it's nice. If you find them attractive, you find them attractive. Like I said, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there's some fine-ass women. I see a lot of fine-ass women come through my work and all that. I don't pay attention because it's like a museum. See a nice fucking, a nice, nice, big-ass booty. I love ass, man. I'm more of an ass guy if it comes down to it, man. From UFC action to talking about asses. How crazy. What a way to, um, uh, what a way to celebrate episode 420. <laughs> Speaking of that, we don't, we didn't talk about our, uh, cartridges today and stuff like we normally do but i still have this uh one we got to celebrate like i said berry great berry gang did i tell you guys about my berry gang i think we talked about it a couple times i've been smoking on this one the last couple shows so uh let's take a hit of that let's take a hit of this shit and uh we'll get um back into oh, wait we're gonna talk about chamaya versus diaz and then um I think that will be it, because ladies and gentlemen, it's about to be 3 in the morning, and we gotta get some rest, and we gotta relax, too, you know what I mean? We can't be on edge. We gotta go back to work early in the morning. I'm doing a morning shift, but I get to get off, and the thing is, when I get off, because like I said, I gotta go to train tomorrow, I'm training tomorrow, I'm going to the gym tomorrow around 7.30, but that's after another day of work. So uh, I'm going to go to the gym after work and I'm going to work on my cardio. So I'm going to get my cardio up to shape. I get, get myself in a better shape, like tip top shape. You know, not like tip top. Like I'm going to, well, obviously tip top. I mean, I wouldn't want to say I don't want to be in tip top shape. I wanna, uh, I'm going to be 
in the best shape that I could be in, you know, I mean, I said, like I said, just, you know, touch base on my car, you know, you know, open my lungs a little bit, you know, obviously it's gonna be the first day, you know, obviously don't need to go hard, hard in the paint when it comes to training and all that, training and all that, but, you know, just kind of getting my body back to where it needs to be and, um, you know, obviously having some serious motivation because you think about what you eat, what you do, what you stress about, your skill, your mindset, your brain, the blockages, you can't have that shit in fighting. You're going to get your ass kicked. You know what I mean? So, discipline and all that. I'm excited, man. So, after work, I'm going to go to the gym and then I work out. Then, um, yeah, man, I'm very anxious and <laughs> kind of nervous a little bit, but nervous in a good way. You know, I'm just so nervous. It's been so long, but I think and I know for sure I will shock the masses as I plan. And, you know, day by day, I'm just going to become and perfect myself and, you know, make myself become one of the the greatest that I could possibly be for myself and overall improve my skills as a person in general so let's look at Shemaev versus Diaz I mean kind of an awkward match not a match not an ideal matchup that a lot of people think about I mean do you want to think about underdogs you want to think about what happened with Leon Edwards and Kamal Usman and anyone could be be, be given been beaten at any given time but like Nate versus Chimaev is not one of those fights. And if Nate, like, knocks Chimaev out or some shit like that, or submits him, then that'll be some crazy wild-ass shit. But my money's on, on, on Chimaev. I just think that he is too damn good. I think it might be a hell of a fight, regardless of wins or loses. We, we've, we've proven that many times over that we can watch fights and watch a fighter who loses, but they lose in obviously exciting fashion they don't go down without a fight just like the Luke Rockhold fight he gained so much from that fight even in a loss this is the first time I feel like in probably his whole career that he's lost and yet gained so much love and 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 respect from people you know what I mean so let's see let's see the the um the whole what is it called the whole fight card break I want to see the whole the whole fight card break down from top to bottom, what are all the official fights? So we got Shamayev Diaz, um, light heavyweight. We got Walker taking on Iwan Kunte Laba. Shamil Durkima versus Jalton Almeida. Hakim Dewadu versus Julian Arosa. Any notables? Not really a lot of notables on here. Shamaya Diaz, I mean Jay Kohler versus Chris Brown or Chris Chris Barnett. I'm tired, like I said. Sexy ass Arena Adana from Mexico versus Messi Chasson. Johnny Walker, fun one. Shamaya Diaz. I got Shamaya though. Man, we're gonna talk about that fight wholeheartedly. I kind of wanted to look at that, but other than that, like I said, man, I can't wait. Like I said, to talk about recap. And obviously, like I said, um, lots of stuff, lots of different things, uh, a lot of interviews and a lot of different uh, shows and stuff. They're going to be recapping UFC 278, and I'm just so excited and crazy stoked to hear what everyone else has got to say. Because, man, oh, man, it's going to be wild to think about what the fuck happened this this night, uh, 278, and uh, be something crazy to think about for a really long time. As far as we know, we know when it comes to the wildest, craziest UFC finishes, from the most craziest UFC finishes to the most unexpected, let alone in the last minute of the last round, 
holy shit, whoever would have thought that? I mean, craziness and, and nothing but absolute craziness in this sport continues to deliver as we did on this episode for episode 420. I mean, what we appreciate it, man. We're going to have one hell of a... Uh, one hell of a time, one hell of a celebration. I know this isn't 420 based, but uh, I say we have a little bit of fun here, man. You guys ever do some cocaine? Y'all want to do some cocaine with me right now? Just kidding. I don't do cocaine, but uh, literally, I cannot wait, man. I mean, cardio-wise, I mean, one day of cardio is not going to do anything. I mean, I haven't been in the cardio gym in, in a while. Man, I've, I've been so fucking busy and I shouldn't make any bitch-ass excuses about that. I'm not a guy that makes excuses, man. I really have been very, very busy in between shifting of different jobs and shit. And obviously worrying about your money and all that. Different shit, man. There's different shit, man. You, you, if you're not built, you're, 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 you gotta do uh, your, what is it called? You know, combat sports and anything physical, man. If you're putting your life on the line, bro, and you're fucking not in the right spot you're gonna get knocked the fuck out and you're probably gonna have your whole life ended not ended but it's gonna be like you're gonna be so much more depressed if i'm getting fucking beaten by people that shouldn't be beating me and it's clearly a mental thing because a lot of people look at the mentalities when we we see a lot of fighters who don't look like they're there mentally and we've seen them on their best days and you know couple losses you know a few fights down the line later they come back to ultimate form and speaking of ultimate form i had to take a shit but that's not ultimate form like what i was referring to i'm talking about jose aldo i mean i don't think he looked bad it's just hard to look good against a guy with the kind of cardio and the relentless pace that that Marab really brings. And, you know, Aldo was upset during a couple of the, a lot of the exchanges and stuff. And, you know, obviously wasn't really categorized as real fighting to a lot of people. I mean, I think it's real fighting. What uh, Marab did was very effective. And a little side note to some of you bitch-ass mother, little motherfuckers out there. Little pussy ass motherfucking bitch ass motherfucking pussies out there that don't know how to fight. Very effective. Wrestling, grappling, even takedown attempts. You defending a takedown. You, you know, initiating a takedown. You fighting against the fans. Doesn't matter, man. That grappling shit is exhausting. Let me fucking tell you. You could be fine and like, literally, when I would be sparring and be on my feet and... And all that, like we would just be literally, we could throw a lot of different stuff, do a lot of different things, throw a lot of output into our strikes and, and movement and all that. But as soon as it comes to grappling, <gasps> <gasps> fucking absolutely exhausting, man. We're gonna have some fun here on the show. Like I said, continue to make history. Um, I don't think, I mean, I'm not going to sleep for a while, man. I'm still on cloud nine and it's Monday morning, motherfuckers. Good fucking morning. It's Monday fucking morning, and I'm still on cloud nine. I did sleep last night and all that and all, but dude, I'm 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 feeling like it just feels like I just watched it literally last night. I mean, haven't had time to really sit down and, and process and and think too much into it, man. It was just oh my god, are you really serious, dude? Like this shit really happened the way that it happened. It was really impressive. Okay, but we made it to forty five minutes here on. Well, probably like an hour and 45 minutes here on the show. Like I said, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode of Kicking It With The King. Uh, one last thing before we get out of here. Um, and like I said, the glorious 420 episode. 
did a beautiful recap of UFC one, excuse, I keep saying one, UFC 278, a lot of recap, a lot of thoughts, a lot of mixed emotions on a lot of different things, and uh, yeah, what better way to, to start, uh, are you fucking me serious right now, this is some bitch ass shit right now, dog, what the fuck, son, are you fucking serious right now, motherfucker, Motherfucker, can you believe this guy? This I was at work earlier, right? Sitting outside, I was on taking a smoke break, right? And he comes up to so there's this cop that comes in there. He looks like he's gonna come into like I don't know. There's a guy like the gas station, right? He's gonna go to the gas station like next door. Literally, this is next door, and it looks like he's gonna go in the gas station, right? And he stops because there's this one sketchy looking motherfucker. Who's driving sketchy? He has like a, the Dodge Charger, like the SRT8. It's like the real souped up, rum, rum, rum. like those kind of fuckers and stuff like that. So he kind of was kind of looked like the cop was waiting to see if he was gonna fuck up and do any stupid shit while he's in front of him. So mind you, when I'm watching, looking, and observing, this guy comes walking out the store all slow and stuff, and like he's normal, normal ass motherfucker, cool as fuck. He's like, hey, he's like, I had a question. He's like, which way did he go? I'm like, dude, that's exactly what I, what the fuck I was thinking about. Cause I seen him the way that, where the cop went and stuff, and you know, they're driving all slow down the road and stuff. Like, you know, they're really trying. You can tell when those motherfuckers are trying to get to people. I just thought it was funny, but we're gonna make we're gonna make history real quick before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, because that is um, pretty much everything on our show today, right? The next episode it will be on Thursday, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly. We'll be back on Thursday. If not, we can look at that. I mean, I'm gonna. Um, I cannot confirm nor deny that. We have to do one last thing after this. We have to confirm what the next day is that we are off, so we can know for our next episode of Kicking with the King. And we can recap my training session, the next training sessions, future, and everything else. Man, I'm fucking excited. So tres, dos, uno. We're gonna have a party right now. Jesus Christ, what the fuck just happened? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so last things, last but not least here on the show. Is my iPad uh, iPad picture synced up? So, like, can I look at, like, the same pictures on the iPad that's on my phone? Or do I have to, like, uh, do I have to have, dude, this girl's titties are nice, too. Oh, my, I love, I've been liking big-ass titties lately. Um, let's see. Um, um, um. Oh, I'm just gonna look on here because I think this is where it was, where I took the picture. Man, how about Luke Rocco looking absolutely fly? What is that, a Ralph Lauren jacket? Dude, he looks absolutely gorgeous, Luke. No homo, bro. So I claim to have said that Thursday is the day off. What? What's Thursday? So it's the 22nd today. Tuesday is the 23rd. Wednesday, 24th. Thursday, the 25th. So Thursday and Friday, I believe. Let me look. So Thursday and Friday, 24th. My mind serves me correctly, ladies and gentlemen. So, 
without further ado, guys, that is our show. And like I said, we will be back for episode 421 on Thursday. No guest plan as of late. But who knows, ladies and gentlemen. Things can change. It's episode 420. Let's let's get one more hit in before we get out of here. Like I said, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. A real G the King underscore on uh, Twitter. G the King underscore official on Instagram. And how about Gabriel? Already having his uh, shorts and t-shirt kicked out for my first training session in the gym. Can anybody make any guess? Anybody make any guess on what shirt I decided to wear? What shirt I'm going to wear? Uh, I'll answer that. The kicking it with the king. The uh, podcast. The the not the 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 recent one. Not the original one, but the one that was just released. The black version of the uh, inspired by the book. I'm still working on the book, but there's no definite release date and i'm gonna work on it as it please and i'm not gonna waste or waste not waste time i'm not gonna uh waste my own time thinking that i should have it out within a certain amount of time so we're done talking ladies and gentlemen we'll be back on thursday we appreciate you guys for joining us that is our show uh like i said subscribe like share rate review uh listener discretion is advised i know we're saying this at the end we're high we're fucked up Ha, 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 ha. We're having a great time. We had a great time, though. We're not high fucked up. Ladies and gentlemen, we're supposed to get high here on the show. But like I said, episode 420. Gotta have fun. Let's take one last hit, baby. Sync up. Let's all take a hit together. Berry Gang Exotics. Check them out. It's a flavor. It's one of the flavors for plug and play. I definitely got to re- renew my um, subscription. Or not subscription, but my fucking... Uh, my cartridge is almost out it's in a, almost out to where it's uncomfortable not uncomfortable but it's like i want to have some backup because without these i like to have my fucking cartridges so tres dos uno let's take one more hit let's take a blinker oh yeah this shit hits good every fucking time i'm just gonna have a fit of coughing right now three two <laughs> on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Adios, bitch. Bye, folks. DJ, it's all yours, baby. DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. Party. 
trying to get hit Music allowed is nothing but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed is nothing but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch